Hello, 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 winners. Happy Winning Wednesday. I am your host, Jeff Johnson, with my main man, Dez. We are here. Um, what up, Dez? How you? What's going on, man? I'm good. How about y'all? We all good. I think we're all, we're all living good. Um, today, on this Happy Winning Wednesday, we want to share with our audience who we are. This would have been a nice cue for like some like applause. Yeah, or like, like studio. Oh, oh studio yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a seventh. I heard heaven. it in my head a little bit too. That's crazy. <laughs> or like a seventh. You remember Seventh Heaven? Like I remember it. Yeah. Like a tone that was like mm-hmm. nice, a nice little jingle. Yeah, yeah, like a little violin yeah, or something. You know. Anyway, um, yeah, y'all, we we want to talk a little bit to y'all about um. Who we are, and just so you know, who you listening to? You listening to some straight edge dudes, mm-hmm. um, college graduated. I, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm gonna let Des tell his story a little bit. Like Des, where where are you from? Where did you grow up? Like, where where am I from? Man? Where are you from? I'm from Thomasville, Georgia, man. Come two two nine, man. Hey, I'm from Southwest Georgia, uh, right on the border, man. So uh, right in between Florida and Alabama, like just in the little nook and cranny of Georgia down there. Cool. Yeah, man. You're from Jersey, right? I'm from Jersey. What part of Jersey? Newark, New Jersey. Brick Newark. City, 973. Um, we heard about Newark. We heard. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Yeah, Jeff tries to steal my jacket every episode, y'all. I get robbed every time we record. <laughs> I need help, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Right? Uh, but Dad's ain't tell you how he always trying to steal my salt shakers in my house. So I don't know what happens in Thomasville, Man. Georgia. Jeff but... said he was going to give them to me reneged. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what happened. I didn't see the contract. Oh, I need paperwork. Man. That's what happened. Give me the paperwork. Um, <laughs> um, nah, but um, what was it like growing up in Georgia? Uh, hot. Um, <laughs> that's the first thing. I did a lot of learning down in Georgia. And like the older I get, the more I realize how much standing beside somebody who's willing to show you something means. Yeah. You know, because it's just like when you're nine years old and your dad's teaching you how to run a weed eater, you're just like, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's just like, then he's like, all right, now go to the neighborhood and ask Miss da da can you cut her grass? Yeah. And now before you're making money, you know? So it's just like, uh, just growing up down there, it's a pretty small town. Like, really not much to do. We went to Walmart for fun, Club Walmart. Damn. So, um, McDonald's parking lot was another place we would just all just gather. Yeah. You know, and it was, uh, we made our own fun, you know. So, you have a lot of experiences with people there, and you get to, like, know how to judge character. And yeah. How to be stand-up, you know, and, like, how to be respectable and be able to give respect, you know. So, yeah. Uh, the epitome of Southern. Yeah, Southern hospitality. Yeah, like, grocery stores are there, but we buy our fruits and veggies from the man on his truck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, like the guy selling the watermelons on the back of his truck is where we get our watermelons and things like that from. But uh, a lot of outside, man, just being outside. Kids these days. That was the best. What? We need to talk about outside. We need Outside was your first introduction into life without your parents. Yo, hmm. That's Word. real life. That is true. That's real life. That's true, because bro. it's just like my mom in the house, of course, you act a certain way in front of your moms and you do those things that you know your mom allows you to do. But when you go outside, that's when you started to really be your true self. And then you, like, I went to public school. So there's no better place to learn than public school how to deal with different types of people. <laughs> you know, so it's just like 
you get to public school and just like, all right, you start shaping yourself in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's... Yeah. It's a lot crazy. of people still afflicted by high school, man. It's crazy. No, high school is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But... How was high school for you, man? Well, I went to an all-boys prep school. Okay. Um, St. Benedict's Prep. Okay. Um, so... For anyone who's not familiar with St. Benedict's, I like to like mm-hmm. hype it up. So Go Tristan ahead. Thompson went there. Oh yeah, that's a good um, one to start with. That is, <laughs> that's a it's funny a real good one. So one like, to start with, yeah, yeah, I know. But but hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that was a horrible one to start with. Yeah, bro, that was <laughs> that not was your not, best choice. That was Go not. Go to the next one, quick. Yeah, uh, AJ, AJ from. Um, 106 and Park? Yeah, 106 and Park. All right, now you back. There we go. We back to. This. I didn't really agree with his hairstyle, but we we'll take that one. You good? His hairstyle. AJ, you got you got one. Who else you got? Uh, Jr. Jr. Smith. I like uh, I like Jr. You cool with Jr. I'm, I'm cool right, with Jr. Right, cool. Um, we need our money, Jr. <laughs> we know you got it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, who else went there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of other rich yeah. people that we don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be one of those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my Hall of Fame when you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a night, it was a great school. How was it in boys prep school though? It was amazing, bro. No drama. No drama. If you had a problem, yeah, we, we fix it. You know, we just swing it out (laughs) or like you, you just straight up come up to somebody and tell them you have a problem or, uh, and it was a lot of hiking, you know, we would just come at each other like, yeah, yeah, your neck looked like a flagpole or something. You had to. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. So you're not supposed to learn in school. You had to have tough skin though. Like yeah. you couldn't just mm-hmm. you had to have tough skin there. Um but it was it was amazing, bro. It was mm-hmm. like um our meth our methodology and mm-hmm. thinking was whatever helps my brother helps me and whatever hurts mm-hmm. my brother hurts me. Yeah. So it was just kinda like the golden standard. Mm-hmm. Um like the what I treat my brother the way I would want to be treated. Yeah. And things of like that. So yeah. um it was amazing for that and a big one that was huge for me and I always stick with in life is Benedict's hate to quitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never, it, it helps me to always remember I never want to quit on mm-hmm. what I want my life to look like yeah. at the end of the day. So, yeah. um, what, what was your Hall of Fame in high school? What was high school like for you? Man, my high school, first of all, I got to give a shout out to my high school. They try to call us Pizza Hut High, man. Pizza The top of the building is kind of like Pizza Hut. So our rival schools call us Pizza Hut High. But I went to Thomasville High School, man. But I was in an um, accelerated program called the Scholars Academy. Yeah. Which actually, like, it was an interesting process. You know, but uh, just from my school, I would be selling our city short if we didn't shout out some of the people from our surrounding area. So Jackie Robinson. Oh. Cairo, Georgia. See how strong of a first one that was? Dang. Charlie Ward went to uh, Thomas County Centuries from our area. Brandon Thompson played a couple years in the league. Rashard Clyde right now playing for the Vikings. We got a couple of athletes, man. Got a couple of athletes. That's man. nice, yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, <clears throat> Thomasville, it was interesting, man. Like, uh, it was a public school. Like, yeah. everybody knew everybody because our city's so small. Yeah, I was about but, to like, say I was about to ask you that. Yeah, we would have, like, certain classes that I would be, like, in accelerated courses for, like, scholars. And yeah. these are, like... Sometimes more privileged kids from like neighborhoods that like we didn't really live in, play basketball in, and then like the second half of that year at the real high school. So it was just interesting to have that transition of. I think that's where I learned how to code switch. Mm. You know, because it's just like over here I gotta <clears throat> be a certain way and act a certain way because you don't want to be that kid. Right. You know? Right. And right, so right. it's just like then you go home and you're just like oh, I'm with the homies now. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. and then you got to come back and prove to the homies you still an army because, you know what I'm saying, you got this going on over there too. So it was interesting, man. But uh, I've always kind of been kind of low-key to myself. Mm-hmm. Like every time I like reflect on like high school, like everybody knew me. Well, I say they knew of me, but they didn't really like know me, know me. Yeah. You know, I had like a couple, like three, four guys that I would like hang around constantly. And everybody yeah. else, it was just if I saw you always happening, and we'll yeah. talk, you know. But I know a lot of people are just like in life who high school ruined their lives, bro. Just because, <laughs> <laughs> just because they weren't solid going into high yeah. school, and just like maybe their parents held them too much, and when I was just like, holy crap, like this is real life. Yeah. And then just like, unfortunately, we were talking about this last week, going into business. You're just reliving high school at different places. Like work is nothing but high school. Yeah. Corporate America is nothing. But oh high school, man. Yeah. Who are you telling? Yeah. Um, that's, that's great, yo, mm-hmm. like, cause I was thinking about, um, in high school for us. So wait, 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 mm-hmm. first, were you, you were smart then, like in high school, like you. I was smart. It was funny how I found out I was smart. Cause yeah. I kept getting into trouble in class for just like playing, talking all the time. Oh, okay. Cause you were done. Yeah. And the teachers would be like, we like him. We just can't teach when him in the classroom. And so they was like, all right, he's either going to have to go to central or we're going to put him in the accelerator program. And I was like, all right, he's going to have to take the test. And mom was like, take the test. And so I took it and I actually went into it with all intentions of not doing well on it so I could stay at the school with my friends, right? Yeah. Blew it out of the water. <laughs> like, not even trying, just blew it out of the water. That's crazy. And so that's how I was just like, all right, I'm actually kind of smart. But during that time of my life, I didn't push myself at all. Like, even from, like, sports and stuff, I didn't push myself. And I think that during that time, it just came from lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Alright, I'm not gonna do anything special. So I could go to class, listen, and make a B. And I was completely fine with that. But like if I would take notes and study the way I should have, I could have made A's. Yeah. Yep. You probably could have done a lot. Yep. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. I mm-hmm. had the same situation growing up in mm-hmm. school. It's just that I didn't have the grades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens sometimes. Like, it happens sometimes. Oh, he's a nice kid, but he mm-hmm. talks so much. Yeah. And he he's not doing too good in school. <laughs> Oh, yeah. it's so funny because mm-hmm. like I come from a strict African household, like mm-hmm. at least with my mom. My mom was yeah. super strict. My dad was yeah. like, he was like chill about it. He yeah. wanted to make sure that I um, was I felt good about myself mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. But I was and I wasn't like horrible, but like mm-hmm. I was like straight C. Yeah. A D would probably slip in there every mm-hmm. now and then, but it was yeah. like straight C, some Bs. And yeah. Just like chilling i'm coasting yeah i didn't it's weird it's like i had a weird thing that like mm-hmm. was not important like, yeah i don't know anyway. i mean it, during that time period i think anything was important yeah. for real but the wrong things yeah <laughs> you know it's just like i was focused on stupid stuff instead of the yeah. things that would actually got me something but uh my parents were i would say my parents were strict to an extent like yeah. they, they always let us have fun but they made sure we didn't have too much fun right, right, right. like no fun where we could get into too much trouble that they could right. get us out of yeah you know like uh my mom, if I had to say my mom would be the most intense one, little little short lady, you know how short people yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she was the most like intense, like, oh, you're not doing this in school, you're not doing that. Right. Give okay. me your phone. She would like do stuff. All like, that extra. Stuff, like yeah, the yeah, punisher, yeah. she would do silly stuff, man. Like take our remotes, like <laughs> just so we wouldn't want to watch TV. Like she wouldn't take our TV. She'd be like, give me your remote. And now I got to get up and move. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even want to see TV no more. And that was what her purpose was, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. It's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, it's weird, like, how my mom was a 
this is statute of limitations. Yeah. My mom, my mom was African, so she whooped <laughs> us, boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like whoopings were man. My dad used to hang his belt on his nail, right? Uh huh. And all my siblings, they listen to this, so they're gonna laugh. My dad would like. It's two times he moved his belt. When he yeah. went to work, when he came home from work. Yeah. If that belt moved any other time than that, somebody was getting a whooping. So we would be sitting there and we'll hit a little cling, cling, cling. Oh. And everybody will automatically run to me and be like, what did you do? Like, everybody always knew it was me. Like, I'm I, a world record holder for most whoopings in a lifetime. Like, I was always getting whoopings. I was just curious. Was it strictly a belt? Like, strictly the belt? Pops who belt, mom, whatever she had. You ever got hit with a hot spoon? Like she cooking and she like <laughs> never? Nah, not the spoon. I got no, hit with me a either. I ain't never yeah. <laughs> I never damn making I, that up. Well, my mom, one time I was um sneaking a phone call late night. You mm-hmm. know how we do it. You had to know. get in the closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get them free. free I had the other yeah. cordless that's not in her room downstairs. Uh-huh. And like out of nowhere, she gets up. Mm-hmm. I think she either picked up the phone or heard me. I didn't hear nobody. I usually hear the clicks. Yeah. You know, I usually hear mm-hmm. it. And she walks in and she sees me on the phone. Mm-hmm. It's like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And she picks up a brush, one of those like plastic brushes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it, that joint broke. I was like, oh, oh Lord, have mercy. That was the Lord. He saved you then. Yeah. Yeah, man. But she used anything. She even threatened me with an iron one time. She wasn't going to do that. But yeah. like, after. Anything she could, my African ass mom. Yeah. So, so what moment from like that time period of your life, like, kind of set you on the path to get to where you are now and where you're going? That's crazy interesting. So, um, my parents split up. So, Mm -hmm. like, my mom um, kicked my dad out of our house. Mm -hmm. She like took his keys when he was going to work one day. Mm -hmm. Kicked him out of the house. So I like literally watched her Mm -hmm. kick him out. He was like sitting on the street, and I was bawling. Yeah. But like at the same token, like I had a different understanding on both ends. Yeah. What was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe too much as a mm-hmm. kid, but yeah. um, I had it nonetheless. So like I knew like to some degree that it had to happen, but I didn't like that it happened mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Because um, he was just trying his best. He was doing what he, yeah. he didn't have his dad. So it yeah. was hard for him to like live up to a higher standard. He lived yeah. up to a higher standard, but it was hard for him to like to know, know that, that how example, to continue, yeah. you know, how yeah. to continue. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't doing anything too crazy from mm-hmm. my understanding. Anyway, mm-hmm. so high school, like after mm-hmm. when he was gone, like I after school was done, after I was done elementary school and got into high school, that's where like I just mm-hmm. didn't care. Like yeah. I didn't have him and he was like my best friend. Yeah. So like it was maybe my sophomore year, no, my junior, no, this was my senior year of mm-hmm. high school. I'm living on campus because we have a campus. Yeah. And I get in trouble from doing one of the wrong things in the house. So, like, somebody yeah. was in my room. We had roommates. Somebody mm-hmm. was in our room, and you can't be in somebody's room after a certain time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. They mm-hmm. saw him leaving the room. I should have been the one to tell yeah. him, yo, you got to get out because I was a leader. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <clears throat> so, we're in the office because I'm in trouble with the headmaster, and he goes... With my mom in there because he's getting ready to kick me out because that's mm-hmm. the offense. Yeah. Um, and he was like, Jeff, mm-hmm. where's your father? And I was like, he, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then tears just started yeah. flowing down my face like out of nowhere. Yeah. So, um, so at what point did you that, give him the hands? 
for sale. What was the hands that you didn't bring them that day? I didn't bring them. Never that leave day. your hands at home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where you just square up right there. You never right? know when you're gonna need. Yeah. Your hands. <laughs> but um, no, that was a transformational moment because yeah. from that moment, like, it helped me build myself up mm-hmm. and um, actually care about doing well in school and yeah. actually care about life like not that I didn't care I always had this sense mm-hmm. that I was gonna be fine and I was yeah. gonna do what I need to do um but it helped me like want to pick up study it helped mm-hmm. me want to yeah. care about going to college yeah. and doing whatever I really want to do and like not just letting life figure it out but yeah. like be an active participant in making sure yeah. that I steer myself in the right way that's dope yeah what that's about dope. you uh kind of Kind of late it happened for me, mm-hmm. you know, because like uh, just through like high school and stuff, I was just kind of coasting, mm-hmm. you know, like I had my friends, like I was working in high school, had my own money, you know, and my, my parents didn't make me pay for much, you know, yeah, like my uncle, my favorite uncle had left me his car, so I had a car, all I had to do was pay gas and insurance, you know, like, yeah, sweet deal, I'm just chilling really, you know, yeah, and so it's just like, all right, senior year, everybody's talking about colleges and stuff, and like. So, all right, I guess I'll go, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, I thought about colleges like, oh, it's just going to be fun, yeah. you know? But, like, uh, I only applied to, like, two colleges. One was, like, uh, Columbus State and Georgia State. Wow. And the reason I did those two was just because I didn't hear people saying they were going there. Because I didn't want to go to, like, Valdosta, Albany, which is, like, yeah. right at home for us. Yeah. And then it's just, like, everybody would be there from high school and, like, I think, like, throughout my life, I've always kind of had these inklings where I knew stuff. And I was just like, all right, I won't grow if I'm around the same people. Because mm-hmm. I always felt like I would do something great. And I still don't know what that is. <laughs> but, yeah. but I've always felt like I would do something great, you know. Yeah. So just trying to, like, figure that out. But the moment for me what happened was, like, when I decided, like, all right, I'm going to Georgia State. And I went there for, like, orientation. And this dude, like, <laughs> he was my inceptor. Shout out to Ryan Fields. That's my boy. Like, uh... He was my inceptor, so he was just walking us through the campus, and the campus is in, like, downtown Atlanta. And so I had been to, like, through Atlanta before my brother lived in Mariana. So, like, I'm downtown, and I'm walking, and I'm, like, 18 years old, so I'm, like, walking downtown, and I'm just looking up. And I'm seeing, like, the cars whizzing by, and, like, just the people on the street. And I remember I looked up at this building, and I was like, I've never seen a building that tall. <laughs> and I was 18 years old. That's you know? crazy. And like at this point I had never been on a plane or nothing, you know? Like wow. I didn't I didn't get on my first plane until I was twenty two. So I had graduated college before I had my first flight. You know, so like just those little moments like that, I think it kinda opened Open. my eyes up yeah. that the world is a lot bigger than as much as I love my city and my area, it's a lot bigger than the two two nine. Yeah. You know, because there aren't any skyscrapers in Thomasville. Yeah. You know? there, there are literally none. You know, downtown still has brick roads. <laughs> so, yeah. very old city. And I just assume, like, okay, this is how life is. Like, my parents, my, my family, their roots are there. You know, that's where they've always been. You know, so I think just that one moment of me getting my college orientation made me see moving to Pittsburgh being acceptable. Mm. You know, because mm. it's just like, if I would have never took that step and say, okay, I'm going five hours up the road north yeah, by myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I would never been able to go a thousand miles from my house to here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so just having that space to be alone, not forgetting what I've been taught, and then just kind of ironing out the rest of who I am. And uh, a guy I've known for a long time, and I hate to say that, but his name is actually Guy, Guy Smith, my boy. I've known him since I was six years old, and it just so happened that he went to the same college. Yeah. And so it's just like he was there a year before me, 
and then uh, Lyndon, we call him Juice Man, like they were there, they were all older. So I was just like linked up with them, they're from my city, so I still had that sense of home. Yeah. But at the same time, we all figuring out our own stuff, and it just kind of helped because me and Guy, like, we grew up together. So we was the young boys. Yeah. You know, and then uh, Lyndon was older than us, and he always had this, like, odd sense of wisdom. You're like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you have that homeboy who says, like, something Profound. that's so. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like ignorant. It's like, it's so ignorant, but you're like, he just said something like that. Like, yeah. he, he uses the worst examples for something, but he's always right. Yeah. And that's how Lyndon was for us, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like, uh, just going through college and having that momentum and then going through college and Rod's like, hey, I'm naturally good at certain things, you know? So it's just like, just my group of friends, I always end up, everybody's looking to me. Yeah. Or even like when I pledge Delta Sigma Pi, what's up to y'all? Class president and that, you know? And just like, not even pursuing roles of leadership, but just always kind of being inserted yeah. or just like filling those shoes. That's when I started to realize like, okay, I'm good with people, Yeah, you know? And so that's why I chose my major in management mm-hmm. and went into multi-unit management and now doing consulting. So it just kind of laid that path out for me to realize that my gift may not be in a book. It's mm-hmm. having a conversation with somebody and understanding what's important to them. So, Amen. You know. Yeah. No, man. It's mm-hmm. And it's funny how stuff like that works. Yeah. Um, Cause even through all that stuff, like maneuvering, like my dad stuff and all yeah. that, it was so funny because I was, um, <clears throat> I realized in high school, like towards the ending part there that, wow, if I care about something, I could be really good. Like yeah. I was a group leader that yeah. same senior year mm-hmm. where, um, all that stuff happened where, um, I was living on the campus yeah. and all that. Um, so we went through a program called Velvet Rope, which is like, mm-hmm. you have to stay on campus for like three months yeah. straight like no home on weekends nothing ah. and on top of that you go through like mm-hmm. there's a psychologist at our school Dr. Mm-hmm. Lamort shout out to Dr. Lamort shout out to Father Ed for getting me there mm-hmm. love y'all y'all changed my life um, yeah. but that we had to go through all that counseling and mm-hmm. but anyway I was a group leader because we had the students ran the school somehow mm-hmm. so as a group leader my group was like out of 24 I want to say 24. I hope I'm right. Um, 24 groups. We were like 23rd in like GPA. Like ah. Trash. Yeah. Like one point something. Uh, and then my, my when I became the group leader, reversed it. And like we ended up top three yeah. or something. And I was like, whoa, wait. I'm actually good at I did something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. So that's when I realized too. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think we like have a good chemistry is that mm-hmm. we just understand people pretty well yeah um and even like mm-hmm. um with each other i feel like we pick mm-hmm. up on cues like yeah on things and like yeah. it's just really like being in tune with people like yeah. i realized that through that yeah. and i think i got a lot of that from my dad oh yeah you know? like, me too just because it's weird. like yeah like growing up where you grow up like if you're from the south you know this one saying don't talk when grown folks is talking yeah and so it's just like being privy to hear some of the conversations my dad would have with his friends. Yeah. You know, and like for my dad to tell me like if you get a good friend, that's all you need in life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To have the friends that I have now. I see what he means. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like just being able to sit at the table and listen to grown folks talk kinda aged me quicker than, you know, yeah. some other people that I've met in life of age. Yeah. You know, so it's just like now I'm having these experiences for myself and it's like I've already kind of had them because I was at the table (laughs) when me and my dad and one of his friends had an argument so Mm -hmm. now I know 
how to, how to converse, right. you know, and, yeah. and how to move rather than just flying off the handle just out of being a young boy. Yeah. You know? What's so crazy, too, is that some people do pick those things up mm-hmm. and, like, but they take the negative aspect mm-hmm. of it. Like, for me, like, with my parents, and I actually, like, I say that my mom probably shouldn't have shared mm-hmm. things, but mm-hmm. I needed to hear those things. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that stuff gave me so much respect about relationships mm-hmm. and how, but, like, most people like pick on that stuff and go and like all their relationships suck because mm-hmm. they saw like yeah. not the most healthiest relationship mm-hmm. growing up. But like for me, it was it like did the opposite. It was like okay, yeah. so this is how I don't want to be when yeah. I'm in my own relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hundred percent agree. Like it's it's amazing like mm-hmm. how you can pick up on those things and like this is a tip for y'all on this podcast is like as we live life, we have to make sure that when we see certain examples, that we use those examples to either better us or to avoid the pitfall. Yeah. 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 You got to be cognizant. Yeah. And I think like just the whole don't talk when grown folks talking thing, it helps you learn the skill of listening. Yeah. You know, because it's like what people say and then it's what they mean to say. And you only get that deeper level of what they mean to say when you really listening to them. Because it's just like even the way somebody picks a word stands out to me. It's just like, oh, they used a more serious word than this other word, which is the direct synonym. Why that word? Mm-hmm. You know? And it, just to me, those things stick out and they convey a feeling. So I'm just like, it's something else there. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. And so it's just like, I always say, like, within the first, like, maybe two, three minutes of meeting somebody, I could tell you if I like them or not. Yeah. And I'm same. never wrong. Same. And just like, <laughs> here's a funny story. This is how I, like, began to trust myself. So I'm getting up 4 a.m. I'm leaving Georgia, right? I'm moving here. Yeah. I had my Maxima. I had just bought the Maxima. I had it hooked up to this 20-foot Yo, that's wall. a nice Maxima, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate it. Jeff's trying to rob me again, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just, but uh, I had gotten this 20-foot U-Haul. In the U-Haul, it's everything out of my dorm room. So it's all this empty space in the U-Haul. So, <laughs> so the whole drive, stuff just banging against. It's crazy, man. But that's neither here nor there. So I'm driving, right? And so the whole day, my mom's calling me, my homie Guy's calling me, Wendell's calling me, all the homies calling me, checking on me. Oh, you good? You good? You good? Where you at? You good? Because everybody's so nervous. Yeah. Like, he's going out there by himself, towing a car, you know, like, towing a car. So I'm driving this 20-foot U-Haul, and I get to, like, West Virginia. Yeah. And every time I drive past this gas station, I laugh. I was like, man, I'm almost there. I got, like, an hour and a half away. I'm good. You know? And so I'm just like, I'm looking at my gas tank. Yeah. And I'm like, I got enough to make it. Then I was just like, no, nah, I need to stop. I'm going back and forth with myself in my head. Like, stop, stop, stop. You don't need to stop. You'll make it. So I get cocky a little bit. I'm like, I'm finna stop. This is easy, right? Mm-hmm. So I pull into the gas station in this 20-foot U-Haul with a whole car attached to it. Oh, Lord. And I pull up to get to the pump, right? Yeah. So I get in there. Everything's cool. And then I realized the gas tank's on the other side. So I'm like, uh, how do you back up? <laughs> so I start to back up, not realizing I'm towing the car, and the car starts coming off the dolly. Oh, chill. I swear, bro. So the car comes off the dolly, and I look out my rearview mirror, and I see it, and my thing, the first thought I had was, why didn't you trust yourself? Mm. It was like, it was like God. Came to me in that moment, was like, I gave you the spirit to know what you need to do, and you're not listening to it. Yeah. Because that, it damaged the car. I had to pay for that. Sheesh. And then on top of that, guess how long I sat at a gas station? 
No. Three hours, bro. No. Guess who had to sleep in a U-Haul that night? No, Because chill. the leasing office was closed when I got here. All because I didn't listen to myself. And I was just like, stop. I got cocky. Yeah. And I mismanaged my gifts. Yeah. And that's when I was just like, I'm going to be all right up here. Mm-hmm. Like, my first day in Pittsburgh, sleeping in the back of a U-Haul. Like, <laughs> and I'm it like. It can't get any worse And I'm that, like. Bro. I'm gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm straight. Like, yeah. I got everything I need. And just like, just talking about like where we're from and the experience that we had, I feel like all of those things that we go through in life, as uncomfortable as they are, as much as they suck, as it's painful necessary. as they may be, they shape us. They do. You know, because you can't fit a square through a circle hole. Mm-hmm. So you, you gotta get sanded down by life and you gotta get smooth. You gotta get polished. Word. And you could only get polished by rough surfaces. Amen. You know, so all of yeah. those things set me up to sleep in that U-Haul and not be broken. Yeah. And then, you know, to, to be good. Yeah. You know? that, and that's the beautiful thing about life, um, I think, is even, like, so looking back at all those things, mm-hmm. I know for me, what I do personally, and I know you do the same, mm-hmm. because I can look back and say, whoa, mm-hmm. all that was necessary. Yeah. When I go through something now, mm-hmm. I'm like... This is necessary. Yeah. So I'm never really. I everyone has this mm-hmm. gets discouraged, but like I yeah. never truly feel down on myself. Yeah. Or discouraged. Can't. It's like this is necessary. This yeah. is a part of it. So mm-hmm. I'm be. I'll be all right. We're good. Yeah. And it's just like once we learn to control our minds, we are literally the only thing that can stop ourselves. Yeah. Because we've all had those moments where we're going through something that's uncomfortable and we're getting sanded down and we say. Why is this happening to me, man? Like, yeah. I see this guy over here. He literally does nothing right, and he's being rewarded, and I'm being punished. I'm trying to do everything right. And if you allow that to break you down, you'll never get to where you need to go. Yeah. You know, so a lot of those times, we just need to take that beating. We do. <laughs> just take, take it. Just take that beating, man, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a good beating. It's a mm-hmm. very good beating that life has given us. Um, and it's going to continue to happen. It doesn't yeah. stop. We got nope. years and years of it. So, yeah. um no nah, man, this was nice. That's Sharing dope. a lot of that. Yeah. I even got to learn more that yeah. I didn't know about you. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you. Oh, by the way, my mom is from not just Africa. That sounds mm-hmm. so ignorant. You say, oh, my African parents. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you you're African too. Yeah. Um, my mom is from Ghana, Accra, mm-hmm. Ghana. Both my mom and my dad are mm-hmm. from Accra, Ghana. So anyway, that was anyway. I need to say that because I didn't want to sound ignorant there. Yeah. Um, but now nah, yeah, it was it was great to talk What's to up? Des. Um. We both, I know, learned some things about each other that we didn't yeah. prior pre, uh, previously know. But um, we just wanted to share some ourselves with y'all and yeah. make sure y'all know who y'all listening to. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it was dope. It was a dope episode, yeah. man. It was really awesome. So. And then what do you want to do on season two? <laughs>